obedient, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredient. We will serve a goo that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is the spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every John Travolta, the scientist, is meets Fred Durst from Lamp Biscuit. What does he do? He makes a movie about being mentally challenged. And today, John Travolta finds himself in a pickle, but this pickle has a little bit of vinegar on it, and that pickle is named Moose. And you know what happens to moose? They get hunted. And you know, when they get hunted, it's gonna boom, boom, boom. Hillary Barbary. Hillary Barbary, everyone. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, Caleb. Hey, how's it going, dude? <laughs> hey, what's up? How are you? It's been a minute. When was the last time you were on horse soup? Uh, Probably a month ago, two months ago. What was it though? I feel like I—I I, I mean, I've talked to you, but was it on horror? Oh, soup? When was the last time you were no, here? It actually was not horror soup. It was um, the other one. It was. It was all suck um, your blood, right? I'll We've suck your blood. Yeah. True blood. The true blood stuff. Which is coming back. That yes, I am so fucking happy. I know. You have no idea how happy I am about that. <laughs> I do. I do have some idea. You you do. I think I think you do understand. <laughs> You're one of the people that understands. I'm the one that sent you the article. That's how much you I were. understand. You sent, you sent it at a good time, too. Like, I think I was actually talking to James, and I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> um, what? Yes. So it's been a while since I've been on Horror Soup, so it, it feels good to be back and watching uh, weird movies again. What did we do last? I'm trying to remember. Was it? No, I think it was it... Nick. Was it Nick Cage? No, that was all Suck Your Blood, too. Remember, that was Vampire's Kiss. Oh, shit. What did we do? I feel like... Oh, uh, no. I, I know what it was. What was the it? Anti- Antichrist. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I had, like, Would You Rather in my head, and I was like, that was way long ago. Like, that wasn't that. That was the first one we did. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that was that the first one we did? Oh, yeah. shit. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm all off. Yeah, yeah, Antichrist. That's right, because you were... So, so Hillary was supposed to be on the next Lars von Trier movie, but she didn't want to von Trier it up, so weenie. Oh, <laughs> uh, I would have, actually. The thing you're you're fine because that was a that one was a catastrophe. It was like two and a half hours long. It was. I mean, I, get, I think Antichrist might have been too, right? Wasn't that probably like two hours or some shit? Oh, a hundred percent long. Yes, that was, was very long. Well, yeah, it's the we, opposite of this movie. Yes, well, you, you would have had a terrible time because Kim and uh, James were doing it with me too. It was going to be all four of us, but then it ended up being uh, me, oh. Kim, and James, and I fell asleep during like the watching, <laughs> like right before we were supposed to record, because. Uh, that movie was so fucking long and <laughs> without having someone to watch it with me because we all watched separately i fell the fuck asleep yeah we, i don't think i would have gotten through antichrist if we hadn't watched it together 
No, it made it a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, it did. It was like shared misery. It was good. But you know, I don't think we had this experience today. I mean, it, uh, well, it, we didn't share misery, but we shared something today. <laughs> there was a lot to share today. Let's put it that way. This was so confused. Like, okay, I actually, I didn't know this movie existed until like four days ago. And me and Hillary were already supposed to record. I didn't know what we were recording, though. I was still <laughs> deciding. And then I got told about this movie and I was like, oh, so we're doing The Fanatic from 2019, written and directed by Fred Durst, starring John Travolta. The movie that every, like, meme about it and everything about it says it made, like, $3,100, roughly, for the box office. But we couldn't find an exact, like, answer to anything, but it does seem that it only made, like, 3100 opening weekend. Yeah, that's definitely opening weekend numbers, for yeah. sure. And I can't, I can't imagine it made much more than that. I would still I, say like well, well under a hundred grand. Everything that I looked up seemed like it made about a hundred grand because we saw something that was like fifty thousand and then another fifty thousand or something like that. So I'm like, okay, so yeah, you probably made like a hundred grand, maybe hundred fifty, like max, maybe. I don't know, unless like everyone's like watching it because they hear how bad it is and they're all like streaming it, like we did. Maybe now, but what about when it was in theaters? Because. Oh, theaters, yeah, no one saw it. I don't think anyone saw it. And you know what? It's, I'm wondering how they're trying to recoup their money now or if they just don't care because it was free on Amazon. I was surprised that it wasn't at least like a $3 <laughs> rental or something. Yeah, I don't I don't know how that's all. The, the, the finances are a little murky on this one. Yeah, I, we couldn't find the exact budget either. When I first looked it up, I thought it, I saw something that said like 18 million. And then I looked it up again with you and it said something like 23 million, but then it was like, oh, and then there's this and that and other factors and this, and, but... It basically it was in I am assuming it's in at least fifteen to twenty ish million and, and we de- it didn't even make a million. That's just where I'm putting it. Yeah, we definitely agreed that John Travolta probably got twenty million of that twenty three million yeah, to do the and, movie. But you know what? By the time the movie ended, what do you think what do you think was the max budget for this? Because we like an hour in we were like, Okay, maybe like in the na- in the next like thirty minutes we'll see something that the budget went to. I didn't see, no, <laughs> there was nothing except like maybe like shooting on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> yeah, I, but they didn't even, maybe that was it. Were they, no, they weren't even walking around Hollywood Boulevard that much though. Like he was, he was on, he was shooting in front of Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. When he was that weird, like Bobby, what do they call them? But I feel like, like a lot of it was just spent like in a house or in front of a house or in his apartment or like just weird conversations in a bathroom or something yeah (laughs) that was primarily most of it okay yeah so (laughs) okay so what maybe like two million max for this movie yeah i'd I'd say two two to three yeah okay (laughs) the rest definitely went to john travolta (laughs) it's just fucking ridiculous well, I guess there's that guy from, uh, there's a dude from Final Destination in this movie, too. What's his name? Oh, Devin. Devin Sawa? Yeah. Sawa. Mr. Mr. Sawa. Or Sawa. I don't know. Sawa. I don't know how to, how do you say it? It was Canadian, so probably Sawa. 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 Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> they, don't they, don't, don't those Canadian people have, like, square tires or whatever? I don't know how to pronounce their things, whatever. So... This movie's based around this guy named Moose, who's John Travolta, and then Hunter Dunbar, who is Mr. Sawa, and then 
there's also like a narrator in this movie that is around for the first like five minutes and then disappears for like an entire hour and then comes back for five minutes which i i, I don't know if i've ever dealt with that in in narration <laughs> the bookend narration you mean <laughs> the inexplicable bookend narration by a yeah. character that's not the main character like but she also did intro narration and then like narration like right at like you know if it was just intro narration and just ending that would have been fine but she like did the intro let things happen for a little while and then like narrated on something that had nothing to do with story or anything it was just something that moose was doing because moose is the main character and then she disappears so i thought she was going to narrate the whole fucking thing like just like you know that christmas story where you're like okay then he walks over here and now he's doing this (laughs) yeah i didn't really get the her narration at all Dude, well, no, I get it. Fred Durst doesn't know how to fucking write. Maybe you should stick to Limp Biscuit, you fucking prick. Are you fucking kidding me? And his other directing credits are some movie with Jesse Eisenberg and then some movie with Ice Cube uh, called Long Shot or something, which actually I have seen. I didn't know Fred Durst wrote that. I don't remember it being good. Maybe it was, and I but I haven't seen it like since it came out, and I think it was like 2000 nine or something like that so i don't remember it but no (laughs) i haven't seen it i don't i don't know why you're looking at me i i was just wondering if you have anything to say about any of this because i'm just i'm just ranting at this point you could just come in whenever you want i'm just alarmed by a lot of things this movie i'm gonna keep being alarmed but this is what's happening no you're doing great keep ranting okay um so I actually, before I know we're already like talking about this, but not talking about this, I guess we haven't gone off topic. We're just rambling about this kind of, um, I do want to just go through IMDb, the trivia on IMDb and just read off some of the things that they think were important to, to tell us. Um, let's see, which one do I want to start with? Oh, the trivia, the trivia is better than the movie. The trivia is easily better. It makes me love the I, I just love this movie <laughs> moose is john travolta's favorite character he has ever played my dog just reacted to that fact i know Della's fucking pissed dude she's been quiet the entire time <laughs> right until she... we start recording <laughs> yeah <I know> she... <laughs> good Della. you just told me she was the best i know she is the best and she was chill and look at us now so this character, Moose, it's just alarming that this is John Travolta's favorite character, because yes. not only is this John Travolta's worst character ever, this is easily the worst character just ever invented, ever, in the history of anything. Mm-hmm. And I will just, agree with that. You, you know, if anyone... You guys, you guys know this... I'm talking to the audience. Guys, audience, you guys... You guys ever watched a John Travolta, like any John Travolta movie? Just imagine those, and then just imagine his first line being, I can't talk long, I gotta poo, in this movie. (laughs) Because that's what his character is. That's what he represents. And it's just an odd, like, I know he's... Look, look. These Scientologists, they're not... They're not the brightest. They're, They're not gonna be happy about me saying this, but guys... You're not doing it right. And um John Travolta, you've gone off on the fucking deep end. We all we all know it, bud. And you just you just confirmed it. You put it on film 
and you said, I can't talk long, I gotta poo, which which is actually leading me, I'm gonna find this next this next IMDb trivia, because it actually has to do directly with that line. Um, let's see. Moose saying, I can't talk too long, I gotta go poo, is a nod to John Travolta's earlier movie Pulp Fiction 1994, which John Travolta's character in that movie, Vincent Vega, is shot and killed with a Mac-10 when he exits the bathroom. Zero out of two people find this interesting on IMDb. <laughs> Zero out of two. Wow. Just, I, it's things like, like, this is when, this is the stuff that I read when I tell people not to listen to IMDb. (laughs) I wonder who put all these facts there. That's what I want to know. Who is writing Mm. this? John Travolta? Possibly. Fred Durst? Is it one of them? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's fucking weird, dude. Yeah. They even write shit like, it's ironic that the two main characters are called Moose and Hunter. (laughs) And then it goes on to say, a moose is an animal. An elk that lives in Alaskan forests. And moose get hunted by animal hunters during the hunting season. Oh, it doesn't say that. Come on. Seriously? Hillary, I'm not fucking... I'm going to screen share with you for one quick second just so you can see that that's literally what that says. They not only have to state that it's ironic that the two main characters are called Moose and Hunter, but they explain to us what a moose and a hunter are. (laughs) Using the words over and over again. Just saying moose, animal, animal, moose, hunter, bad, moose, good. No, hunter is someone who hunts during the hunting season. You can't use the word three times. They don't even mention the fact that a hunter is a person who kills said moose. It's just, (laughs) they don't tell us what hunting is. Yeah, just a hunter is someone who hunts during hunting season. Yeah. What if I don't know what hunting is? You know what? I don't know what a season is. IMDB, can you tell me? (laughs) (laughs) IMDB, who do you think you are? Wikipedia? Jesus. IMDB, who do you think I am? Moose? (laughs) Like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? And it's so I weird. I, I, I don't know, Kayla, but you better, be the fir- you better be the first person that finds that helpful on IMDb. Was I, this helpful? Yes. You're right. You know what? I'm not logged into IM- my IMDb account on the computer. I think I'll log in just to make sure that everyone knows that that was very, very helpful. <laughs> so everyone in the audience right now can go to IMDb and see that one person found it helpful and you know who that person is. Okay, Hillary, this is going to get weird, but I'm starting to just get really annoyed with all of this. Um, So it's talking about, well, first off, this one starts to say, The Fanatic is a 2019 comedy thriller from director Fred Durst and stars John Travolta and Devin Sawa, as if I couldn't read that one page back on IMDb, the page that I'm on that tells you those very things. Also, comedy is very kind to say. Yeah, it's not... Also, it's it, it literally says horror suspense on IMDb last time I checked. Hold on, I'm checking that one more time. No, now it says crime thriller. I've seen... It. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this thing is literally labeled something different on every single platform I've seen it on. Yeah, it doesn't know what it is in the movie either. To be fair, I would not call this horror. I would call this horror adjacent. Or like a horror... Or movie that recognizes that horror exists sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
it's 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 not horror adjacent. It's horror acknowledgement. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's it's, the genre. It's, <laughs> it's throw it in your face that horror is a genre that has been released to the world, and people people know some things about it. No, but people only know Night of the Living Dead and Jamie Lee Curtis about it. That's it. Those are the two things. Those yeah. are the two things people know about horror, and there's nothing and else about mask. horror. And in Jason Mask, there's nothing else about horror. Well, to be fair, what else is horror? That's I think that's it. That's it. That's that's the sum of its parts right there. That's all. That's all you have to know to be a horror to make a movie about horror. So anyway, after so they... the, so the, the movie's about a horror fan who knows nothing about horror and then makes fun of another character for knowing nothing about horror. Hillary, we'll get into that. I'm not done with this IMDb trivia. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just so, I'm so enthralled, Hillary. Hillary. Caleb, you do you. You do you. The, the crazy, Hillary, it's just crazy. Cause I'm going to keep drinking. It's just, I'm drinking too. We'd like, oh my God, this is, this was great. Um, The crazy part is that we spawned that conversation off of just the first part of this triv of this trivia fact. Like just the fact that this exists and it has people in it so it goes on to say in the fanatic john travolta stars as an ugly autistic man stalking an arrogant hollywood actor (laughs) so they describe him as ugly and then we go back and we see that um this what what was the shit i lost my train of thought (laughs) that this was john travolta's favorite role you know like this was his favorite character Mm -hmm. he's ever played but then you look around more, and then you see that he took the role of a mo- of, of Moose as a tribute to his autistic son, Jet, who passed away in 2009. And then the story just goes off the fucking rails. Yeah, I didn't know this story, I gotta say. Like, like John Travolta's playing an over-exaggerated character, you'd say, right? Yeah, I think he's definitely exaggerating it. Yeah. And, and, like, you would say, if you, like, if you just watched this movie and you didn't know who John Travolta was, you would say, oh... This person does not know how to act. <laughs> one one might throw that around, yes. I mean, spoiler alert, it's not a triumph for autistic people. That's that's my problem with it. Like, tell me a story about an autistic man. Like, great, I'm all in. But, like, it, it's just not a triumph for him at all well it makes no sense and i was trying to i was trying to like explain all all my feelings about it and i should i i want to preface that but i didn't know how to say it like without spoiling this exactly but i guess yeah that's a good way to say it. it's just it wasn't a triumphant story for this moose character yeah it's not a triumphant portrayal and it's not a triumphant story and i think Honestly, I th- I think autistic people deserve better yeah, <laughs> than, dude, this, I, I would agree. Than, this, than this movie. And if you're t- taking this role to celebrate your son, which is a lovely sentiment, um, I would think you would have asked for a rewrite, but that's just me. That is my entire problem with this. Like, Hillary, <laughs> it's just pretzel fang? Anyone? <laughs> I mean, pretzel fang, anyone? No, but you got to say it in the voice. I don't remember the was like pretzel fang or something no it was actually way more aggressive than that it was like was out it? of nowhere and it was like pretzel fang and you're like oh, what the hell right. just happened yeah because it just like, pops what? on the screen you're like what the hell just happened yeah that's how it opens like just out of yeah. nowhere just pretzel fang yeah it comes out hard like a limp biscuit song and i'll s- <laughs> no you know you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna we'll talk about it later because i know i have it down i really just wanted like i there's so much to say about this movie, honestly. 
There really is. We're never going to get through it. We're going to be here until I'm going to be here till like the sun comes up. Okay. 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 So let's get into it. So it starts out with them just talking, like going, like showing us some of fucking Hollywood and whatnot. And it's just like, you know, like I said, this chick narrating, she's like, LA is a strange place for bunch, cool bunch of people. Bullshitters. Bu- bullshit, bullshitters. And sometimes uh, I'm not one or something, just stereotypical LA bullshit. Just what you would hear out of any movie in the world ever. Yeah. You if were you're like, not this- creative. You're like, this starts like every movie ever. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That is what I said. (laughs) And I was like, ooh, my neighborhood. Cool. (laughs) And then I was like, hey, that's what every person in L.A. says ever. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I know where they're shooting that. Okay, shut up. We, yeah, we don't need to hear it. (laughs) We get it, Hillary Barbary. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, this this joke is going to sound, I have to preface this now because this joke was going to sound mean, but it goes with this movie. We get it, Hillary Barbary. You're an actress. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, yes. That'll that'll be maybe funnier later. Yeah, maybe a little funnier later. (laughs) Maybe not. So the first line from John Travolta, Mr. Moose, he, it's like one minute in after we hear this narration, he's just walking into like some like comic book shop or something, and he's like, can't talk long, I gotta poo. <laughs> I, I know, and that's supposed to be like an arresting line, like it's, but it's just, no. It was just like, it was just the most obnoxious way to say like, hey, this is our portrayal of you're not supposed to use that word, Caleb. Dude, they say celebritard this whole fucking no, movie. C- celebutard. Celebutard, is that what it is? Like, celebutard. They say like, it like that. The first time they said it, both Caleb and I were like, wait, what? Like, yeah, go back. Wait, ho- what was hold that? Hold on. Bring that back. <laughs> and, then, and then they repeated it like three times. And I'm like, are they trying to coin a term here? I will argue that it was way more than three times. Yeah, so I guess a celebutard, if you had to describe it as just someone who's like like doofy around celebrities like like a fanboy is that what they kind of mean like i think so like a stan but they're doing this thing okay so you know back in the day you just say retarded to like describe anything you know it's like oh that's Mm -hmm. retarded this retarded Mm -hmm. it was just it's that's stupid or that's fucking annoying or whatever they're doing that but with celebrities so they're just saying celebrities that are like annoying or whatever i think maybe are celebutards no. or was it was it celebrities they liked i don't know i think it was i think they're i thought they were referring to themselves being like don't be a celebutard around that person oh so they okay see that makes more sense that's what i thought it was for a second too but a few times when they were talking i thought they were at first i thought they were referring to themselves but then i was like maybe they're referring to celebrities I mean, really, honestly, it's up for f- fucking debate. <laughs> like, See, no, yours makes more sense, too, because that's kind of like what I thought it was. That's why I was like, okay, yeah, they're playing off the R word thing with this guy. Yeah. So, yeah. They're basically take, try, I guess, trying to take the power back of that word. Yeah. But like using it on somebody else that is not. Yeah. But in a different context, right? So like. <laughs> I don't know. But like, the, like they they never call John Travolta's character retarded in the movie, but they call themselves celebutards. You know what they do in the movie? What? They make every single character in the movie ignore the fact that he is mentally challenged. They act like they act like no one can tell that this guy has some kind of issue in his brain, and he's not like 
he's not well inept socially. Yeah, this is true. You're correct. So they're doing they're they're doing that thing where they fucking like they want to be fucking PC and not say, but they want to completely disregard the fact that there's a mentally challenged person even around them and just treat them yeah. like shit. Right. This is yes. Yeah, I don't understand it. Like their child would ask, like, "Hey, what's wrong with him?" They'd be like, "Oh, don't look at him, honey. Let's move on." Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I feel about this movie. About <laughs> how everyone acts in this fucking movie. Yeah, how I feel about this movie is the middle finger fight. Doesn't he start off the movie driving his moped, flipping people off too? I, I think so, but the middle finger fight in the kitchen with his like, um, like, uh, what call it, paparazzi friend, um. That middle finger fight, I think, sums up the whole movie for me. I think it does, too. I would agree with that. If I had to pick one scene that represents this film, that's my pick. Is that, like, is that like how this film represents itself or how you feel about this film? It's actually both. Okay. It's actually both because it's so unimaginative, the middle finger fight. Like, no matter... It's, like, all of the cliches you've ever seen of a middle finger fight that you did when you were in, like, sixth grade. And then he says... That was hilarious. Yeah, he's like, that was good, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, that's literally the same middle finger move that everyone's done since the dawn of time. Like, <laughs> like if you're going to have a middle finger fight in a movie, it's your job to, to come up with some shit that's creative and new that now everyone wants to do. Well, it, he, it was the... It was the Jack in the Box middle fi- the dun, 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 yeah, dun, yeah, Jack in the Box. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, middle finger fight. That's how I feel about this film, and that's how I feel like this film comes across. It does. It does because that's kind of like the whole plot of the movie too. Because like the whole thing is John Travolta wants to meet this guy named Hunter. This cele- he's a celebrity. First of all, this whole character <laughs> is so fucking annoying. We'll get into it like when we get more details. But he is a celebrity horror guy. So in the beginning, I'm like, okay, so he's come into this fucking comic book shop. This celebrity horror guy, like celebrities in horror you unless you're and i said it in the beginning of this fucking movie i said unless you're unless you're jamie lee curtis this guy hunter he's probably just some like i'm like okay who is this guy that this moose guy is so interested in he's probably not that special and he's pretty much just uh jerking off in the mirror you know to practice meeting this big hot shot guy it does look like he's jerking off in the mirror oh it totally looked like he was jerking off but then he's just like what was he doing? Well, I th- I think he was just it's just nervous energy and like that okay. sort of like tick that you know some people I, have. I thought he was jerking off to himself in the mirror. Yeah, that's well, that might that that might be your scene for what this movie represents. Well, I've seen that in a movie actually very recently too, so I was like, I just thought it was happening again. <laughs> <laughs> so you're predisposed. So this narrator, like the narrator who, again, I'm not sure should be narrating. She like just shows up like she's narrating and then just starts walking inside or something. He pretty much just tells her like that she has to come and hang out with him when he goes to meet Hunter. Right. That was that whole purpose of that middle finger fight scene. Mm-hmm. I think so. OK, so they go to this whole. Actually, I don't even know where they go to. I thought they were going to like the comic book shop, but then they ended up at like some gala. <laughs> like a premiere after party or something or some kind of event. Yeah, some event, but it was also like, it all these. It was supposed to be all horror people, right? I think so. It is. This does not look like a horror event, like whatsoever. It looks like a Hollywood, like a basic Hollywood event. But like, 
It was just too high class for what they were trying to pitch. Like it. Isn't he wearing like a horror shirt too? Like his shirt is a bunch of horror movies or, or something. That's what I'm talking about. It's like just like Dracula and like old like you know fucking uh, Universal horror stuff like on his button up shirt that he's just like fuck yeah dude everyone's gonna love this but he's at like a dress gala thing <laughs> with a red carpet. With a red carpet. He talks to this Amanda chick, the lead chick or whatever, and he compliments her, and then he asks her where uh, Hunter Dunbar is, and then, like, she's just like, oh, he's not here right now, and he starts, like, slapping his head and freaking out, and then he gets kicked out by the security, and then this is when the narrator chick shows back up to his house because he goes back home, and then Moose is, like, a little upset about the celebrity thing, and then this is when they start saying uh, celebritard. Yeah, I think they... (laughs) Yep. What is it again? Celebutard? Yeah, Celebutard. He's a British cop now. A Bobby. He's he's Bobby. And and, and the mu- the music here really threw me off because it sounds like Birdman. That sounds Michael like Birdman? Keaton movie. The Michael oh, Keaton oh, movie. Bird, oh, oh, oh. Bird, 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 like Birdman. Like the I was music- thinking of the musical artist. No, the the music here sounds like Birdman. So, like, the tone of this movie is all over the place. Like, it sounds like Birdman. And then there's other scenes that sound like other movies. I don't know. It just feels like they ripped off a bunch of movie soundtracks. And also place them in the wrong spots. And place them in the wrong spots. Yeah. And it's, like, doesn't... It's, like, never a horror soundtrack ever. No, not at all. <laughs> or, or thriller or anything. It's just... And, like, literally every... I feel like if you just grabbed the music tracks and just put them in different spots they'd make a little more sense like they still wouldn't make sense but they'd make a little more sense a little but yeah and he has a funny mustache and then he's like what dreams are I'm made of <laughs> also I I mean I live in Hollywood like I I'm on Hollywood Boulevard all the time I have never seen a British <laughs> Bobby with on Hollywood mustache. Boulevard, or the fake mustache on Hollywood Boulevard, like what? They had Marilyn Monroe, which I guess makes sense, but like with a bot, what? Who is he supposed to be? I don't, I don't know what he was doing. He was also just like harassing everyone too, which I mean, I could see someone harassing people on Hollywood Boulevard, but like not, not always the Bobby. But I mean, I guess it could happen. And like, the, I, feel like I, I feel like I'm missing something. Is there a reference I'm missing? I don't, I don't think there is just randomly chose to be a bobby like (laughs) the weirdest part is that you think this is the only time it's going to happen and then like an hour and 15 minutes into the movie we've seen him do it like four different times and we see that every single night he just goes into a public bathroom puts on this fake mustache and this fucking bobby outfit and just patrols hollywood boulevard yeah like it's i just don't there's we're definitely missing a reference like that was a that was a choice by fred durst for a reason we just don't know what that reason is you really think fred durst has a reason to do anything (laughs) i hope so i mean yeah of course you'd hope so but like let's just be realistic yeah let me see Mm, well i'll try to look it up you find that because i don't know about (laughs) all that well, then, you know, you see other things like this street dude piercing his nose with a giant screw. And then, like, you know, he sees picking pockets. And then he's like, hey, Moose, you want to pick some pockets? And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. And then he runs off. And then Moose ends up heading over to the comic shop to meet uh, Hector Dunbar, or whatever his name is. And then Hector <laughs> conveniently, like, he has to go out right when Moose is about to get his autograph. So you're like, okay, of course, there's that one little set off. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And then he goes outside and he's like talking to his kid and whatnot. And then of course Moose follows him. And then for some reason, like the comic book owner, like he knows Moose. And he obviously, like, if he knows him, he knows what kind of guy he is, and he knows that this dude is going to follow this guy because he's, like, obsessive over him. And he walks right by him. He's just like, oh, yeah, he's going to come right back, and then just walks away even though it's his shop, and he's supposed to be, like, kind of being in control of everything, I'd say, right? Yeah, yeah, he just basically is, like, it just bounces. He just fucking leaves. And so, of course, Moose just follows this fucking celebrity outside. Moose is like, hey, dude, I love you. Sign all my stuff, like, while uh, Hector is talking to his wife. And then he's like, hey, dude, I'm going to punch you in the face, all right? Was his name even Hector? I've been calling him Hector. Is his name Hector? Mr. Hunter? Dunbar? Hunter. Hunter. What? Oh, same thing. I wrote Hector like five different times, so I keep saying Hector. Oh, I'm so confused. Yes, no. Yeah, I keep calling him Hunter and then Hector, I think. So now Moose gets sad, and he's like talking to his friend Leah, uh, the narrator chick. And he's like, hey, I want to find Hunter's house. And she's like, okay, yeah, this is how you find every celebrity's house. And he's like, all right, cool. And I don't know why she chose to give him that information, again, knowing him and knowing him well. Yeah, also, like, isn't there, like, a paparazzi code for that kind of... Like, I don't know, like, what, what's she doing just giving that away? You d- why would you want... That's not smart. <laughs> like, that's how they make their money. That's how she makes her money with her camera that's clearly not a paparazzi camera, but, you know... Yeah, you'd think that they would just have, like, a decent camera laying around that they could use off of this, like, high-budget movie. She has, like, a 50-millimeter 50, 50 lens to, like, shoot really far away. And you're like, mm, I, don't, I don't know if it works like that, hon. I think you might you might need a telephoto. Yeah, you might need something else, bud. Something what if she, else, what, bud. What if they just gave her, like, an old-school, like, Polaroid? I would have respected that. <laughs> So now Moose, uh, Mr. Moose, knows how to find celebrities' houses, and he calls his friend Leah. He's like, "Hey, I found, I found all these houses, like, like this person and this person and Jamie Lee Curtis." And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding?" So the only horror actress that Fred Durst and John Travolta know. Yeah, and I'm like, Caleb called it, called it like three seconds in. <laughs> literally in the beginning of the movie, and yeah. I was like, "You guys like, literally just took the word. Like, I know exactly what movie this is." Yeah. I get it. <laughs> so then he heads to uh, Hunter's house, which this <laughs> dude, which we have so much to say about. I have so much to say about this. Like <laughs> there aren't a lot of actors in general who probably live in a house this fucking nice <laughs> with with a fucking beautiful vineyard two steps away from their home. In the giantest house, the biggest, biggest house, biggest mansion in the fucking world with, like, fucking fountains and shit, help, like, three different he, workers, oh, oh, uh, 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 a keypad for his gate. He lives in a producer's house. <laughs> like, dude. That's where he lives. He should be living in the valley in a ranch. You tell me this fucking horror actor? We don't even know what horror movies in or what he's doing, but later in the movie, he keeps calling his movies action movies, even though everyone says horror, so he doesn't even know what movies he's in. And then also, yeah. uh, spoiler alert, I guess, Moose is going to break into his house later, and he's going to pull up some trophies that say, best monster makeup, and then another trophy that says stunts. So I'm like, I don't know what this guy <laughs> does. Does he just do everything? 
<laughs> he has no acting awards, by the way. I didn't. See, he had like five trophies, but he only read off two, and I'm actually pissed about that. I was like, you need to read off those other three fucking trophies because I need to know what the fuck this guy's doing. <laughs> that he lives right next to that gorgeous vineyard. Yeah, that was a that was a really, and it's like very Forrest Gumpy that moment too. The music yeah. was Forrest Gumpy, like it was really it was really odd. This whole movie, like. <sighs> It it takes from every one of those movies or, or, or like media things at all with a mentally challenged person. Forrest Gump, Mice of Men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Mice and Men moment. We'll get to that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It it, it basically is an it's an homage to all of the movies with the autistic characters, all of them except the one. Wait, what's the one where um, what's it's a Cuba Gooding that plays like a football player. He wasn't represented in this movie. Uh, Leprechaun with Jennifer Aniston. No, 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 uh, no. Okay, no. well that happens in that too. Ra- radio flyers, radio or something. What, oh, what was that movie with? Uh, video killed the radio it? star. <laughs> is that what we're talking about? No, wait. Oh, I'm sure everyone no who's listening is yelling at me right. Yeah, radio. It's called radio. Was it killed by video? <laughs> no. You didn't see radio? No, I didn't see radio. <laughs> it's Cuba. It's Cuba Gooding Jr. playing it, playing a developmentally challenged man. Okay, was it better than this? I don't remember actually. Okay. It had Ed Harris in it though, so probably. Did you? I'll ask you this later. Um. So anyway. Hunter meets up with Moose for the first time, and he's like, hey, dude, get the fuck away from my house, you fucking dick. And he's being, like, just so over the top with this guy, again, who he should realize has some other problem. Also, he should call the police if he really has this much of an issue. Yeah. Which he never does. No, he just gets uh, aggro and writes on the guy's shirt, as you do. Dude, I thought, okay, so he grabs Moose by his shirt and then, like, grabs a sharpie. He's like, all right, I'll sign this for you. And I thought he stabbed him in the chest with a sharpie because that's what it looked like was (laughs) happening. But apparently he wrote his name on his shirt. But it it doesn't really look like it reads. It almost looks like like murder, like in the the mirror in The Shining. Like, it looks like he wrote his name backwards. Yeah, yeah, just and just like those really shitty lines and shit. Yeah, so like he practiced it so when Moose went to look in the mirror, he would see his name, but but the right way. That's so fucking absurd. <laughs> and then and then of course, of course, Moose decides to go be a Bobby again, and then he starts doing a Russell Brand impression for a little while because he was like he was trying to do a British <laughs> voice, but it sounded way more like he was trying to impersonate a British man, and that man was Russell Brand. <laughs> It honestly really fucking does. Dude, it was so fucking weird. Yeah, it was a strange it was a really strange choice. I feel like everything that John Travolta did for, to prepare for this role was literally just like look at a video of a mentally challenged person, um look at a clip of Russell Brand talking and then <laughs> and then watch a horror movie. Actually not watch a horror movie, watch a watch a like stereotypical horror movie compilation and every one of those videos that he watched was about 45 seconds long max yeah i was gonna say watch a youtube clip i feel like the bob the whole bobby thing was like their attempt at joker (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. That's a take. Yeah. <laughs> like it had sort of Joker. Putting on a mask, huh? <laughs> Joker-esque. <laughs> okay. Well, this yeah. is around the time where, much like Joker, um, Moose starts to get bullied. <laughs> yeah. But like in a very 1950s sort of way. Like they're... I they're will like, say they're, they're like West Side Story bullies. I will say they're West Side bully West Side Story bullies, but also one of them is like a scene kid from 2009, like specifically in the band <laughs> Broken Side. <laughs> yeah, no, truly, yeah. They definitely had like they were like cartoons. One was definitely from West Side Story with like the black wife beater. <laughs> and the other oh. one was definitely 2009. And the other one looked like fucking um like scene kid uh trevor from trailer park boys <laughs> you love trailer park boys oh dude trailer park boys is so fucking good <laughs> so yeah they were the... like the, but they, they were like the least intimidating bullies of all time oh they were shit like like, like john travolta like definitely outweighed them and was t- like he was just he out everything them yeah i actually like even though yeah yeah i i, I wouldn't I don't think I'd mess with it. He's you're right. He is much larger. I guess there was one kid who was like a little muscly. I guess and he put screws in his nose. But yeah, they were not that intimidating. No, they really weren't. Okay, well, John Travolta gets saved by you know this like he has like this old like black security guard that's like his father figure. Yes, yes, and that guy was definitely in a different movie. He was very um, serious, and he did a really good job. I just. He just felt like he was in a different movie. Every time that guy was on the screen, it was a completely different film. He recognized that John Travolta actually had some issues in his brain. He was like, he acted like a normal person. He wasn't just like completely outlandish. Yeah, I think that's why. I think, right. He actually recognized that he needed help. Like Moose needed a a friend. And he he was was the only one. Hey, man. Yeah, he was like, hey, man, don't take that stuff. Those guys aren't your friends, Moose. And Moose like, yeah, they're my friends. And he's like, dude, they're not your friends. Like, Yeah, was, you're yeah. right. The only person in the in the movie that gave any kind of good advice or made any kind of good decision whatsoever. Yeah, that guy, was he was great. He was great. <laughs> I'm now realizing he is my favorite character in the film. Yeah, I just realized that, too. I, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so now, so now Moose tells his friend Leah that he went to Hunter's house and then she's like, what? Why would you go to his house? And I'm like, oh, you didn't assume that when he asked you to tell him where he lives? <laughs> yeah, she missed that. She's so fucking stupid. Like, f- dude, if this is how... By the way, our om- omniscient narrator doesn't know everything, apparently. No, she doesn't. Again, again, why was she picked to narrate? She can't even make a decent fucking decision in her personal life. <laughs> this is true. That's so like, fucking stupid. Like which which camera lens to buy. Exactly. And then, so, fucking Moose runs into these bullies again. And then, this time, he gets all pissed and he starts choking the shit out of one of the bullies. And he's like, I wish that Freddy Krueger would come and chop off your head. And it would roll in the street. And a truck would splatter it. And everyone would watch it. Which I was like. Chalk it, chalk it up to another really cliche horror reference. <laughs> exactly. Like, where, the way he where, said, dude, even the way he said it, he was like, Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Well, 
I don't know what you're reminding me of right now, but you're definitely reminding me of something the way you're saying that, and I cannot put my finger on it. But oh, John I'm Travolta sh- sh- in the movie Fanatic, because that was <laughs> that was word for word and sound for sound exactly no, how it went. No, the voice you just did. I'm sure someone listening right now is like, "Hillary, you idiot! It's this." But I have no fucking clue. That's how he sounded to me exactly. Like oh, an SN- like an S- like an SNL character or something. You sound like the way you- when you're talking. Oh, okay, you're- okay. Okay. Your, impre- your impression of John Travolta yelling about Freddy Krueger is a very specific, like, timbre. It's very SNL. <laughs> yes, yes, I don't know. <laughs> oh, also, the bully's name is Todd, and I think you had an issue with that. Oh, yeah, because I was like, there's never a bully named Todd. And it, Caleb was like, yeah, the person who gets bullied is named Todd always. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so I was like... Todd, wow, that's an unusual choice for a bully name. <laughs> and then after after John Travolta really shows Todd what's up, he's like talking to his like you know his his old father figure dude again. He's like, people need to stop picking on me. I'm gonna make them stop. I'm gonna make them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then Hunter Dunbar has a weird moment with his maid. Uh, he pretty much, like, tries to fuck her while she's expressing her terror for Moose stalking the place because she actually saw, like, Moose stalking the place. So yeah. Hunter's like, you're so fucking hot, I could kiss you right now. <laughs> while she's, like, crying. Yeah, there's nothing like, you know, an emotional woman to <laughs> invite a sexual advance. I mean, it's just, I mean, I think guys do it because they've seen guys do it in the movies so many times. I think that's where that comes from. Um, n- how about how about read the room, read the room, bro? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and then he tells her like, keep an eye, keep an eye out for that guy. You've done a great job around here, but keep an eye for that guy gallivanting through the yard. Yeah, he did. What is up with like just because you live next to a vineyard, you think you can use those fucking words? You prick. <laughs> you can use those multi multi syllabic words. You can't say gallivanting <laughs> unless you like own like a really prestigious horse. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that would be that would be gallop banting. But <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up, Hillary. <laughs> You with your? You gonna make the fucking fan joke again? You prick! Oh, oh, come on! Of course I am. I live. I live for. Um, I live for directorial framing like that. There is literally just a time where Hunter is calling John Travolta a fan, and Hillary's no, like, uh, Hillary's like, fan. oh, 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 there's a big fan behind him, and I was like, Hillary, if you say that one more fucking time, I'm turning off this movie. Hey, I didn't direct this. I didn't make that. I didn't make that choice. That's a Fred. That's a Fred Darris did that on purpose. You know, I guarantee it. You made the choice to mention it four times. <laughs> <laughs> that was you. That was my celebutard. <laughs> are we gonna wait? Are we gonna make that R word now? Like, can we just use that in every day? Can I? And, well, I no, we can't. We can't use it out of context. It's too. It's it's a little too incendiary. You're right. It'd have to be like 2013 or something to use that like out of context. Yeah, yeah Wait, I can't. If we figure out the context, can we use it? Like, is it? I just need to find out if it's self self descriptive or if it like describes others. Yeah. Well, let's have let's have the uh, the, the listeners weigh in on that one. Okay, that's fair. 
I want to know. Let's let's who, who who's who's on my side and who's on Caleb's side. We'll Wait, we have sides. Well, my original definition was one thing and yours was the other. So, oh, do you remember which was which? Because I don't. I said it was about like stands people around celebrities, and you said it was the celebrities themselves. You're right. You're right. That's what I was on the first. I think I'm on your side too, to be honest. <laughs> that that's fine, but. I'd like to hear what the people think. Yeah, people, go ahead and tell us. Tell us what a celebutard is because we don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> so Hunter Hunter leaves the house after, like, you know, failing, trying to sleep with this chick. Because obviously, you know, she was crying and in terror and she was like, no, we can't do this again. And of course, you know, his uh, he's a very white man and then his, his maid is a little bit foreign, it seems. Yes, I mean, she, she and she's very, she's very hot. She's very hot, but I think they're really setting up a, um, just a weird taking advantage of kind of situation. Well, all of his workers are like, they're all brown. Yes, he he's definitely surrounded by brown people, and he's just this lone white man living in this house because he's he's divorced or whatever. His wife's dating other people. Yeah, it's a little bit um, a little stereotypical. <laughs> yeah, the vineyard. Come on. The vineyard across the street. And yeah. and his maid's name is Dora. The Explorer. I'm pretty sure that's what they were doing. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> well, Moose anyway, walks around with a backpack. Let's talk about Dora's death. Oh my gosh. That woman just, just out of nowhere. That whole scene. Caleb, do you want to do a dramatic reenactment of that scene? I was just going to say, I should. I went on Letterboxd to read a few reviews of this movie, and one of the reviews was just a reenactment of that scene. And it is, it is pretty great, to say the least. Okay. Moose leaves an envelope for Dunbar on the front yard, but he notices Dora, one of the housekeepers, pick up the envelope. He runs toward her as she proceeds to open it. No, don't read it. Don't read it. Uh, that's Moose. I fucked up. Okay, Dora, what are you doing? Moose. I said, don't read it. Dora hits Moose with a feather duster. Dora, out, out. Moose, ow, stop hitting me. As Dora continues to hit him with the feather duster, Moose punches her, causing her to fall and hit the back of her head on a fountain. Moose, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, are you okay? Moose notices the blood flowing out of Dora's nose, unaware that she is dead. Moose, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's a nosebleed. That, that's bad. That's bad. I had a nosebleed. It wasn't fun. And scene. And scene. Yeah, and this is the moment that prompted me to go, what is this, of mice and men? Like, is this his, like, Lenny moment? Oh, no. Now we gotta put Lenny down. (laughs) George, can I pet the rabbits? I really just like okay. You got, everyone, you got purdy hair. Everyone's heard me talk about the horror show before, and I feel like I need to send this movie, um, or at least like at least like that scene or something to the horror show, and I need to tell them like, hey guys, you've been talking about Lenny of Of Mice and Men on any movie that even doesn't have to do with Lenny from Of Mice and Men for like years now. This movie is John Travolta playing Lenny from Of Mice and Men. <laughs> It truly is. It's it's such yes. <laughs> it's so fucking weird, dude. So now Dora's dead. Um and then Moose this is when Moose goes in, he like reads off the trophies and shit, and then he starts like playing the piano inside of Hunter's house like a madman. He's just like, Oh music. But but wait, you forget when he goes and enters the house, he goes, oh, No laser. 
oh my god he no thought laser. he was in and, a tom cruise movie. yeah i was like who is this tom cruise like is mission impossible what the <laughs> that was fucking insane he was like no lasers no smoke detector like no smoke trap or some <laughs> shit like that i was like oh my god it was fucking incredible and then he, like, starts sniffing Hunter's toothbrush. Uh, he eventually gets into Hunter's camera, and he finds, like, videos of his ex-wife and whatnot. And again, I thought... No, 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 wait, like, you, 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 missed a, you missed a thing when he's in the bathroom. I think, it's in, I think it's in the bathroom. And out of nowhere, he pulls a script out of something, and he goes, Hunter, this is not a good script. Oh, my God. He was like, yeah, I think you shouldn't do it. <laughs> I, think I don't think you should do this. This is not a good script. And I was like, is this a self-reflexive moment? Is this... Yeah, is this you talking about the role that you're playing right fucking now? Is this a meta moment happening right here? Is he he advising himself, like, past him? No, but remember, Moose is John Travolta's favorite character that he ever played. Oh, yeah, that's right. I can't forget that IMDb fact. You can't forget that. (laughs) And then, okay, so... I I found that helpful. You found out. Oh, okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. Did you, did you log in and write? Okay, so, and then um, this is when Hunter just like gets on the phone and he's just like talk. I don't even know who he's talking to, but he's like, "Hey, kiss the mate again." <laughs> oh yeah, who is he talking to? He's like, "Yo, bro, did it again." They never reveal who he was talking to. He's just like, "Hey, kiss the mate again." Moving on. Yeah, that was weird. That was. <laughs> They re- I mean, I guess like they make him not likable for a reason, but it's like it's just a little. It's just so blatantly obvious how they're trying to make him unlikable. Hey, kiss the mate again. All right, bye. Yeah, like. <sighs> and then we see I like hate Hunter. When that happens. And we see Hunter like putting his child to bed, and then like John Travolta decides that he's going to just like hide under the kid's bed so that he could like wake up in the middle of the night and then watch Night of the Living Dead next to Hunter while he sleeps. Yeah, and then, like, take a weird selfie with him and then kiss him on the forehead. Kiss him on the forehead. That was pretty cute. I mean, like, I liked that. It was, like, it was adorable. He also gave him a blanket. Oh, that's so sweet. He tucked him in. He tucked him in and then just hung out with him. Just bro time. That's cute. I hang out like that with all my passed out friends. Don't you, Caleb? I mean, yeah. I actually, like, I actually, (laughs) like, I, I call my friends... And then if they don't answer, I go over to the house and then I tuck them <laughs> in and kiss their foreheads. <laughs> but sometimes they just they just ignore me and then I show up and they're awake and then I'm like, go to fucking bed. I need to tuck you in and kiss your forehead. <laughs> and their wives are like, what's going on? What is happening? <laughs> oh, it's just Caleb again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone would really blink twice if you did that. If I did it, they'd probably be like, what, 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 what happened to her? It's... Okay, this is, this is weird, but I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, oh, yeah, Caleb again. Yeah, I'm like, that's Caleb. You're just doing weird shit again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you want to talk about weird shit, dude? All of a sudden, fucking <laughs> Hunter is in his car, like, taking his kid to school, and he's like, hey, want to listen to a little limp biscuit? <laughs> He's like, this this used to be my jam or something. I used to listen to this shit back in the day. And then he's like, oh, yeah, that is nice. That is nice. Yeah. Verbatim. That's a fucking quote. 
Yep, that is a fucking. <laughs> oh my god, the, I can't breathe. <laughs> the the kid's just like, okay. Mm, oh, dude, that's the funniest part. The kid literally is sitting there like, uh, uh. <laughs> that kid didn't have to act in that scene. I think they literally like they probably tried to tell him like, no, dude, rock out to it, and he was sitting there like. I think I think I know what it's like to be depressed at seven years old. I know I know what depression sounds like musically now. Yeah, dude. Uh, if if I was seven years old and I had Limp Biscuit forcibly shoved down my throat, I'd be dead by thirteen. <laughs> dude, Fred, please. You, you, like you know, like you hear about like 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 uh, really shitty directors like abusing people. Fred Durst, you abuse this child. You piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> that kid's going to have a story to tell. Dude, he has scars. Mental yeah. scars. He's going to have a story to tell. So then uh, the hunter's walk- <laughs> he's driving down the road and he's so fucking pissed because he has to turn down Limp Biscuit to deal. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's like, He's not even mad about seeing Moose. He's like, you're ruining my fucking song. That's so funny. Oh my oh my fuck, that's so funny. <laughs> you see like you see his demeanor change like when he right when he it like coincides right when he turns down the volume, he goes red. Yeah, this is true. This is an excellent observation. Dude, I have to open my window. I just got so sweaty. <laughs> Wow, you oh, laughed yourself shit. sweaty. That's that's impressive. Dude, I've been doing that a lot lately. I'm not. Can you see the sweat like on my like the glare? No. Maybe, oh, no. Yeah. Actually, yes, I can. Oh, okay. Bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been like, I don't know why I usually don't get like super sweaty, but like, oh, I get sweaty like when it's hot and whatnot. There's I, people would probably think I'm lying because there's so many fucking horror soup episodes where I'm like, oh, I'm sweating, I'm shirtless, <laughs> I'm fucking in my underwear, like, you know. So people are like, shut the fuck up, you're always sweaty. But I'm actually not. But lately, I've been like. Getting really sweaty. Well, what's funny is you actually are wearing a, sh- a shirt this time, but you're wearing a shirt, I guess, essentially from this movie Fr- in, dude, a w- in, in a weird way. I was actually thinking that, too. I think this is literally <laughs> uh, like the same style Jason mask from the movie, too. I, I, I didn't realize so. that until we started recording and I looked at it. I was like, wait a second. It totally is. Such a weird. That's a, such a weird, like another meta note. Yeah, I didn't I didn't plan this. I didn't. I've never seen this movie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so so okay, back to fucking Hunter. He gets out of the car. He's pissed. The limbistic limbiscuit is over, and he's like, "Are you fucking kidding me, Moose? If you ever come back here again, I will shove my Remington shotgun so far up your ass you'll be shitting blood bullets." And then he's like, "Forever Say or something." It. Say it, repeat it, and then Moose is like, "Oh, I'm gonna shit bullets." He's like, "No, say the other thing." He's yeah. like, oh, "I'll never come back." He's like, "Yeah, say it again. Say it." Then <laughs> he's yeah, like, "Get out of here, scram!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of say it, say it, say it. What's in the box? What's in the box? And, and, yet, and yet there's a seven-year-old kid just observing this, like, road rage incident. And you know what's crazy, too? This is, like, 
I think this is getting like about the one hour, like ten minute or five minute mark, and this was literally the. I wrote it down right here. This is the exact point in the movie when I was like, "Wait, Moose, you're a British cop every night." <laughs> yeah. All this had to happen for me to realize that. Yeah, that's just fucking insane. And then at one point, uh, he he just this 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 is not relevant at all. It does not matter. But at one point, he just utters the line, "Let me tell you something, Mister Dunbar, Mister." Dummy bar. <laughs> Are we also going to talk about the other amazing line that he yells hmm. in in his house at the, I think at the screen. Yes. He's like, all you do is pretend all day. Anybody can do that. In reference to actors. In reference to actors. I'm like, yeah, that's so true. Anybody can do that. <laughs> you just pretend all day. That's all you can do. Anybody can do that. <laughs> yeah, that was the moment where we were just like, wow, visionary. <laughs> yeah, like that's the deepest line of the movie, hands down. It's the most it's the most truth they've spewed the entire time. Is that another thing in reference to him playing this character? Because I said multiple times before he uttered this out loud that anybody could play this role. It did not have to be John Travolta. Anyone <laughs> could that. have played this role. You did say that. Actually, I think it would have been better in the hands of not as famous of a face. I think when someone that famous, 100%. who is John Travolta, plays a role like this, John Travolta is a huge, he's an A-list star still. Yeah. You can't disappear. You're not Meryl Streep. You can't disappear into a role like that. You were John Travolta playing that role. 100%. You just, you just are. It's an unfortunate phenomenon of the super celebrities that you can't... It's like it's like when you hire Jennifer Aniston for something. It's Jennifer Aniston playing a role. Like you're aware yeah. that Jennifer Aniston... It could be good. She's great. But like you're just... Awa- I don't know. You can't... You can't yeah. disappear. You have to accept roles knowing who you are and what people are going to see you as right this is this is is exactly it there's very few actors who can disappear into a role like Meryl Streep is one of them Patricia Arquette is one of them you can watch something and not remember that you're watching Patricia Arquette or Meryl but I was always like yep still John Travolta playing this character and it really just makes like dude like I said you could watch a fucking 45 sec if you've never even like if you're like, what? There are people that aren't like a okay mentally in the world. Like you, that was a that was an alien concept to you. You've never heard of a mentally challenged person. You've never heard of like anything. You've never you don't know what the spectrum is. You can watch a forty five second video of what you think it is, and then play this role. <laughs> you don't have to be an actor. Yep. You don't have to be any. You could literally just get pulled off the side of the street. They could give you a little like five minute rundown and you could have played this role to the exact extent that John Travolta did. <laughs> it's just really strange. And it's real. it's this movie is just like it, it speaks for itself in the sense that, like you said, like there were like four different things that I called out that they called back out word for word throughout yeah. this movie. <laughs> You were very prescient with this, yes. And it and I wasn't trying to do anything. I didn't read anything about this movie. I didn't even know. Like I knew John Travolta played a questionable character, and this movie did not make money. And Fred Durst from Lip Biscuit created it. That was and my yet, knowledge. And yet, you wore a meta T-shirt from the film. 
I know it's just it's, fucking. It's, it's like you're in total sync with these guys. It's very weird. It's very odd, dude. It's a very odd, Moose. You know what's weird? Moose using the backside of a spoon to uh, uh, stab a porcelain baby up. voodoo doll. <laughs> I was just about to bring that up because we saw him stabbing the doll like voodoo style. And then at the same time, you and I both went, wait, is that a is spoon? Is that a spoon? <laughs> and not even just, isn't he using the handle of the spoon too? Yeah, he's using the hand. He's definitely using like the dull side of a spoon. Um. <laughs> and and the uh, spoon is all dull. If you guys have yeah, never no. seen spoon, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even even the young child Maharaja in Indiana Jones knows how to properly voodoo doll somebody. He's a child. Well, and she- also this is literally like a porcelain baby doll voodoo doll. Like it's not an actual voodoo doll. Yeah, there was. He was, I mean, he had a lot of pent-up anger about Hunter Dunbar. Yeah, he had so much pent-up anger that he posted pictures of him kissing his forehead on his social media. (laughs) I can only imagine his social media has like 39 followers, but... Well, yeah, see, that was the thing, because at first I was like, oh, you posted that on social media? You're fucked. But then but then Leah, because uh, she came over, she was like, what the fuck are you doing posting this on social media, you idiot? Like, why are you doing this to begin with? And then she's like, you're lucky that I fucking saw, I could report you to the police right now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's definitely, like, no one's following. Like, he doesn't have friends beside her. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody cared. So he got very lucky, but it's also or, like. Or somebody thought he, like, basically photoshopped himself in. Yeah, exactly. Like, even if someone saw it, they'd be like, all right, well, who's this fucking... That's fake. Like, this, yeah, whatever. Like, moving on. That's not real. By the way, this is this is the point in the movie, which, by the way, is almost the end of the movie, where I was like, wait, did anyone find the maid? Did anyone find the maid, which was the age-old question, because, okay, <laughs> we start... After you said that, I literally, like, stopped, and I started thinking about the timeline. I was like, this makes no fucking sense, because... <laughs> There's one day, there's like, okay, the dude goes to drop his kid off at school, Moose is hanging out at the house, and the dude leaves, Hunter leaves, he goes in, he has that little scuffle with the maid, he kills her, he spends the night at Hunter's house, kisses his forehead, the next day, Hunter sees him walking by and whatnot, and like, confronts him on the street, and then, you move on, it keeps going, so at least a day or two had passed, with this maid just sitting there in his backyard, not even just like in like a a, pl- a part of the backyard where you wouldn't see anything. It was like right outside of the door. I mean, next to the fountain. Next to the fountain with nothing and, else around. And her face was smashed in. Yeah, and there was blood everywhere. <laughs> so I'm like, wait a second. Nobody's talking about the maid. Like what? Like... Usually in a horror film, the point of a dead body is to discover said dead body and then you yeah. realize there's a killer on the loose or something. But it was just ignored just like every other concept in this movie. It was just yeah. blatantly ignored when it shouldn't have been. Yeah, it was. Oh. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Well, and then this was when I was like, OK, you said that. and I was like, wait, so one of the workers like had to have seen that or something, right? And surprisingly, yeah. that does come back around. Yeah, yeah. They they don't forget about the maid forever. <laughs> Which baffled is, me. It, it is the gardener that does ter- does basically find her. Yeah, he actually does find her later. We'll get to that in a second, but it's fucking weird. It's like, wow, which is, which you is, actually which is brought like, that back. 
which is like the most like racially there's just so many problems with that like the only person who finds the dead brown person is the other brown part like come on like right come on come on and then like, also only, like only only latinos can find each other like let's put latinos <laughs> let's put latinos in the most stereotypical <laughs> latino roles and then completely play off one of their deaths and only the other one can find them because that's all that cares about that's awful Look, Hillary, if this Latino right here Setting. died, I would hope that another brown person would find me. <laughs> like, I'm just, uh, I mean, it, but, but this movie, it's not like this movie was made in like 2011 or 2012 or something where you're like, oh, that's a little, it was made last year. Last like, year. Is, like, like you couldn't do a little bit better, just a little hair better. Wait, do you want to talk about the game show that you made? Oh no! Oh. You want to talk about the game show? <laughs> wait, 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 what was the context for that? There was context for that. Out of context, it, it's not as. You're right. What was the context? Um. Oh, I think it was all like the interstitials with all the the um like cartoons and stuff and the drawings, like which were really really cool. Oh yeah, because it was a and, weird animation throughout the whole film. Yeah, beautifully done, but just didn't really understand why it was there. I kind of wanted to be, I wanted that to be like the credits at the end. But anyway, I think it was like, oh my gosh, that's so art- artistic. And then I did my typical, like, w- my pun, weird, twist the word thing where I was like, I was like, I was like, very artistic, or I guess in this movie's case, autistic. And so then, then you said, let's, pl- that's the game, Are artistic or autistic. Fred Durst, artistic or autistic. <laughs> Is this movie artistic or autistic or both? (laughs) Oh, that's so fucking good. Which leads us right into Hunter waking up in his bed tied with a bunch of rope uh, with some paper towel stuff in his mouth. And then Moose is seemingly laying on the... And again, alarming as fuck. I'm not gonna... You guys heard my explanation beginning? You guys can put two and two together, but this is alarming. Moose is seemingly laying dead on the ground uh, in, like, a puddle of his own blood right next to um, uh, Hunter's bed after he tied him up. Moving on. So then he gets up, he walks yeah. off, and then walks back in the room wearing a Jason mask and then pretends to stab Hunter in the chest. And he goes, I got you, I got you. And then Moose pours a bunch of fake gasoline all over Hunter, and then he's like... This isn't gasoline, it's water, you meanie. <laughs> yeah, essentially. And they, they talk about going to Musso and Frank's. Musso and Frank, you did like that. Moose. Oh, that's Moose. why I like it. Oh. <laughs> and then the narrator comes back into the movie an hour and seven minutes into the film after she'd been gone for an hour, like I said. And then she, well, at one point, like, actually, I don't know what she says. She just says, like, this is a sticky situation <laughs> or something. Yeah, and she's like, wow, look at this harebrained scheme our hero has gotten himself into. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, what? And they talk about like, and then they have like a whole like fucking 
<laughs> it's not it's not a Meisner exercise, but it definitely might as well be. It's like this weird acting class exercise of visualization. Let's visualize together. And they go off into a fairyland where they talk about ice cream. And weirdly, they fixate on strawberry ice cream. But here's my question. Why does Moose love strawberry ice cream if his name is Moose? Why wouldn't he like Moose Tracks? Doesn't that make more sense? It does. He'd probably be a moose connoisseur. But they really like lean into the strawberry, which is very bland, which maybe well, does you know reflect what? this film. You know what? You're just stereotyping all moose now. Oh, uh, well, maybe. Yeah, so that's that's pretty that's pretty racist of you. <laughs> okay. You know what? You know, there was one little thing. Remember when he walks into the? There's another thing that I fucking was pissed about. He walks into the room. He's like, Barbara. And then when Hunter doesn't like recognize like what he's doing, he's like, I'm beginning to think you don't know anything about horror movies. And I'm like, <laughs> well, John Travolta, I'm beginning to think the same fucking thing. What about you, Fred Durst? You want to talk about it? You want to talk about this for a minute? Also, the way he says Barbara over again, it sounds more like an Adam Sandler character to me. Why would anyone recognize what he's doing? He sounds fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and obviously... He's not very good at pretending, because I don't know, I mean, like... It's like, he's like, you don't know... I mean, it's definitely like a misery moment, with the bed, tied in the bed, and and him being like, you don't know anything. I thought he was going to get the hammer and start, like, spashing his legs in and shit. (laughs) Which would have actually been, would have been interesting. I would, yeah, that would have been, it would have made sense. But yeah, he's like, you don't know, how do you not know anything about horror movies? And then the guy was like, action, I do action movies. Yeah, he keeps fucking saying that. He's like, oh yeah, we could go watch some of my action movies to get some of my action flicks. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck is, are you doing horror movies or action movies? And are you doing stunts or monster effects? Are you getting like, I almost wondered at one point, I was like, because it said best monster makeup. I wonder, like, did he get a trophy for someone else's work? Like, it was just, like, someone's monster makeup on him, and then he got the trophy for it? Like, he had the I, best monster makeup. I think I think so. I think so. Also, can we talk about the fact that his name is Hunter and his house is just covered in antlers and deer heads? Dude, why the fuck is it everywhere? Like, it's not just in one room. Like, there isn't just one, like, deer head. His fucking lamp is literally, like, deer antlers with a fucking shade over it. Yeah, but do you know that a hunter is someone who hunts during hunting season, Caleb? Oh, wait, yeah, IMDB uh, told me that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. That's that's a good fact. Yeah, but his whole house is literally antlers, because, like, it, Moose even plays with them at one point. He does. Wait, what about what about the reveal to Hunter uh, about Moose's name? Remember, because he didn't know what his name was. Oh, and, he, and he's like, what's your name? He's like, Moose, and he's like... Did you say moose? <laughs> Wait, dude, bro, 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 bro. Did you well, say moose? But he d- he doesn't even do that. He does what I do. He's like, did you say moose? Oh, uh, okay, okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> then he just moves on. And he's like, okay, whatever you say, whatever you say, moose. All right, great, moose. Let's go with that. So yeah, after the whole ice cream thing, it's pretty much, you know, his thing to get fucking uh, moose to let him go. And then he like you know let he unties his arms and whatnot, and then Hunter punches <laughs> Moose in the face right after he gets out. And also, it was alarming because I'm like, if you're in that situation where you need to escape and you don't know what's gonna happen, you're like, oh shit, I'm being tied up. If they're like letting you escape, get like get completely out of the situation because he pun- he chooses to punch him while his feet are still completely tied up. And I'm like, 
Why? Yeah, that's... Well, no, not only does he punch him, he then follows up a punch with something else. His uh, his Ruger or whatever, yeah. his Arlington, his Am- Amring. Remington. Reming- he rips, yep. he rips, rips his Remington from somewhere, uh, presumably off a wall, because that's the only place he could have pulled it from. Th- it came from, like, inside of his headboard. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, like, the ropes hadn't tied it up from being pulled out. Yeah, he rips it from somewhere and then shoots it. And basically takes off the ends of all four fingers. Dude, do you think Fred Durst has ever seen a gunshot wound? Especially <laughs> a shotgun? And Caleb, you, you go, that's not how bullets work. It's not. That's not how bullets work. I've, I've seen bullets before. Like, I, I, all I have to do is see bullets or a, a shot on anything once in my life to know that that's not how that works. <laughs> He just loses all, basically, the ends of all of his fingers in one fell swoop. It's like he put his hand on a table and someone got a butcher knife and just chopped the ends <laughs> of his fingers off. But that was a shotgun. And not only did that do that to, like, I'll give you if maybe, maybe, somehow, there's a very tight spread on this shotgun that he has. And you shoot, like, one finger off and somehow it's super even. You're telling me you shot four fucking fingers off like it was a butcher knife? <laughs> Are you kidding me? It was like surgical. That was easily the most insane effect I've ever seen in my life. Like (laughs) I was, I felt like offended. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) What? Yeah. You were just like, that is not how bullets work. I had to, I rewound it like three times because I was like, you, you did not just do that. No, because, because you and I both thought we missed something. Yeah. Because we were like, wait. That shot to that shot doesn't make any sense. I thought that he accident he tried to shoot him and he like flinched and then shot like um like um like the fan off the ceiling above him and one of the fan propellers came oh, down and who's, then who's, cho- who's talking about the fan now? And then chopped off the top of his fingers. <laughs> that makes sense, right? That makes more sense. It makes more sense actually. It does. <laughs> it yeah, does. Yeah. Yeah, it, and that's the disappointing part. <laughs> yeah, and then what follows is the sh- the shortest climax scene I've ever seen in a horror movie ever. Oh, the shortest climax, and then an ending like five minutes fucking later, like at most. No, probably two minutes later. Uh, yeah, but then, mu- but then, oh my god! But wait, let's talk about what he did though, because then he after he literally fires off his fingers, he. Moose crawls out of the room and then he like throws him down the stairs, right? Kicks him down the stairs. And then downstairs, he like jumps on him and takes a knife and like stabs. No, no, no. First, he shoots around his head. I thought he shot his ear off. I thought they were doing another thing where like I was like, did he really just shoot this guy's ear perfectly off with a shotgun? No, he just like damaged his eardrum. <laughs> yeah, he just shot next to him multiple times so that his ears hurt really bad. Cause, jo- dude, cause Moose is screaming bloody fucking murder like he just got his ear shot off, and then you look at it and I'm like, wait, all he did was shoot next to him. <laughs> yep, he sh- twice. Twice on each side. But then he stabbed him in the face, in the eye. Yeah, then he pulls out a knife, stabs him in the eye, and then Moose is just screaming like fucking bloody murder. And he's just he like, like ah and then he just and then a hunter feels bad <laughs> yeah he, he feels bad but also it's like a like a handmaid's tale like with the eye 
they like take eyes in Gilead. It was like that. I'm just, take your eye. Weird. I, I don't know anything about hunting season, but like eye for an eye, maybe. What did what did he do? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, but like it doesn't seem. <laughs> It's it seemed excessive because I'm just Moose trying to reach like, for Fred Durst. I'm trying to give Fred Durst something. I'm throwing him a bone. Moose was just like, "Hey man, haha, just kidding. I'm not Jason. Haha, just kidding. It's water, not gasoline." This guy was like, "Boom, got your eye." <laughs> to be fair, he did tie him up on his bed, but at the same time, I mean, yeah, the thing is, he's this guy like this guy Moose, although he has been like popping around his house and whatnot the whole time. I think he's actually has explained himself pretty well. He's just like, no, I just really like you, dude. I'm sorry. And then he cries. And then this guy's like, fuck you. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit, uh, a little excessive. But yeah. And then he stabs him in the eye. You just see like a big old shitty looking hole in uh, Moose's <laughs> eye. And then this is when the gardener like just shows up at the door because like they're just doing like a dun 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 you know it's like slow-mo like kind of just like going like a left to right shot like throughout things and like going like kind of fading up to some clouds and whatnot and then showing you that something else is about to happen like a side story a little twist with some with some somber music (laughs) it just like goes dun 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 and then all of a sudden brown guy at the door cops oh we saw we saw the other girl oh she's dead oh wait who's at the door white guy with blood on him you buddy going to jail (laughs) yeah the gardener was like it's him and they they showed us that with just like his little like he did a disappointed face and like shook his head he was like i know what you did yeah (laughs) and that was all he had to see i mean I like that part of it. I, I do I do like the the white people revenge. I did enjoy that part. That part's always fun, but like I, 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 I vastly enjoyed that part, but I like that part um, if I cut it out and just watch it on its own <laughs> and I don't but, think about anything else. Yeah, but it was so short like like in the last like the last oh, act, that took like, 20 seconds. Like, nobody really ran for their life. Nobody, there was like, and speaking of twists and turns, there really weren't any. Except no, weren't. Ex, except when that guy just turned aggressive and just like tried to kill Moose or I then don't, didn't. didn't. But Hillary, kill. that wasn't even a turn because he didn't, he didn't turn, he was aggressive the whole time. Like, if you asked me in the beginning of the movie, do you think this guy would stab Moose in the eye with a knife? I'd say, yeah. <laughs> of course he would. Yeah, right. Okay, fair. Yeah. So there were no twists and turns at all. And then, yeah, Hunter just, he he just felt bad. So Moose literally just left his house. Like he just walked out the front door and left. And apparently did not run into the cops on his way to do so. Yeah, even though Hunter didn't even take like a fucking bath or do anything. And then like Moose got out and then like he's just right fucking there. Just like, oh, still got blood on me. Yeah. <laughs> and then Moose meets up with Leah and he's just like, she's like, oh God, what happened to you? He's like, I had a long day. <laughs> and, then, and then he's just walking. no after Wait, those two after those two guys on hollywood boulevard run up to him and are like dude bro your costume oh yeah you look just like him i'm like i don't know what they're talking about but who are they talking about yeah i don't know john travolta i don't know <laughs> that's a really good who the fuck were they talking who has a stabbed eye and then is missing four finger am i missing something maybe i mean maybe that is a reference oh it's fuck probably that, it's, dude it's probably a John Travolta character. Like, 
They already referenced no. Pulp, Pulp Fiction or something Fred, did on IMDb. Fred Durst or John Travolta like saw something that they thought was a horror movie, but it just had a scene with someone like losing some fingers, and they were like, "Oh, dude, we gotta we gotta homage that." <laughs> yeah, it's definitely an it's definitely an attempted homage. And then the the friend the friend comes in, and they're walking Hollywood Boulevard, and even though he's bleeding profusely from the eye and is missing a, basically a hand. They bend, they kneel down to check out one of the stars on I the Walk of Fame. I can't see without my glasses. What does it say? It was such an odd, that was such an odd moment. Well, yeah, Leah's treating, like, his four missing fingers and, like, his fucking giant wound in his eye as if it's just like, oh, you know, let's just go have a nice walk. <laughs> like, I just wonder, like, especially with that last scene, like the Nick Cage movie, the vampire movie, like... Is this an attempt at dark comedy, like to send up Hollywood? Is this their attempt to be funny? Were were we taking this movie way too seriously well, to a certain degree? I gotta say, like, it can't be an attempt at dark comedy if John Travolta said that he dedicated this to his dead son, autistic son, dead autistic son. Like, this is not a good representation of that if it's that, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I just remember someone said it was a comedy, and I was like, well, that last scene really is <laughs> off tone. <laughs> I would say, like, I mean, just watching, if I didn't research any of this at all, like, to the minimal extent that I did, I would assume that it was, like, co- like I didn't know John Travolta, I didn't know anyone involved, I didn't know that Limp Biscuit fucking frontman wrote and directed this, like, I don't have any of that knowledge, I'd probably be like, this is a good comedy. But it's not, so. Yeah, I don't, it's such a weird, I don't know. If it's, if it's gonna, like, I wish, if it was a comedy, I wanted it to be funnier. <laughs> I thought it was pretty fucking funny, but not for the right reasons. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, un- yeah. Unintentional comedy doesn't count. Mm-hmm. But the movie does end with, with um, the screen goes black, and then it says, John Travolta. And then it goes black again, and then it says, dot, 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 is Moose. And what does he say? What does he say at the end? Over black, he has a voiceover line at the very, very end. Does he? I didn't hear that. Yeah. Oh, he definitely says something. I didn't write it down. I should have. Damn it. Oh well, fuck that. There were no after credits. There was like seven minutes of credits with nothing else after. So that was pretty fun. That's literally just the end of the movie. It's him just, like you said, it's not a triumphant ending. It was just kind of like, oh well, well I guess I don't know. I guess the he terrorized a guy and then killed a chick. And someone else went to jail for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's alarming. Yeah, I, I don't, this is yeah. <laughs> I do not know what to make about out of this, but there was one kill in this movie. Not a horror movie. Not. I wouldn't call it a thriller either, actually, or suspenseful. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't call this a movie. <laughs> but I would call it entertaining. For all the wrong reasons, I will say it's pretty... I, I'd watch it... Actually, I'd watch this a lot. I'd watch it, it more. It's more of a vignette than a movie. Yeah, it's... But you know what? It, it's it's fine. It, it's... Would you recommend this? Um, I think it's worth watching. You have to, right? You can't, It's kind of worth a watch, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought... it. I've, I've seen movies that suck as bad as this that are way more painful i mean it really is on the level of the nick cage movie we watched what was that vampire's, vampire's kiss. kiss it really feels tonally kind of like like if you wanted to do a double feature i would recommend that as a double feature actually that sounds like a great night 
truly like those two back to back i would watch maybe this first and then the nick cage yeah 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 for sure but i but i think as a double bill this is pretty significant we need to do that we need to host like a live stream or something of like yeah <laughs> the fanatic and vampires kiss i mean the two of them together it's just i mean it's actually the inverse of each other because vampires kits you see like nick cage becoming nick cage and this <laughs> you see john travolta unbecoming john travolta 100 <laughs> percent. it's like the inverse Good parallels. of each other thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i think we'd recommend this what would, you, what would you rate this i mean entertainment value pretty high i would say Ar- that our artistic value low autistic value also low or high if <laughs> you want to think about it i'm gonna i'm gonna think about it in in defense of the uh, my autistic of friends the, and of people, the autistic people, community people, yeah the autistic community i'm gonna rate it. I, th- I think we can both agree that this does not do anything good for them i think it's pretty fucking rude actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i would i would agree sadly um i'm gonna I give really, it i'm I, gonna give I, it a two and a half yeah because it's like it's a it's a it's definitely a zero star movie but entertainment value is five, so I'm gonna give it that happy medium. Yeah, that's perfect. I I, I would sit probably right there in the middle with you. Um, I enjoyed you, it. I enjoyed it a lot. I I did too. And Hillary, you know what's coming next, or at least I hope you do. It's been a while. Oh boy. But there's a fuck Mary kill for you. Oh God. Oh Jesus. It can't be any worse than the Antichrist fuck Mary kill. So you know what? Might be. <clears throat> you got. No. You got moose, you got you got British cop moose, and you have me. They're two different people. I'm categorizing them as two different people. Yeah, that's smart. Oh, man. I didn't have many options in this movie. Well, I already, I already fake married you in another podcast, so we'll just keep that together. That's fair. Fair. <laughs> and I would you said it was fake. <laughs> um I would I guess Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I like where this is going. I think I have to f- f- fuck the British the Bobby. The British one, right? Yes. And then kill Moose just cuz some 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 somebody needs to do it because <laughs> somebody needs to do it i love where this one went (laughs) yeah (laughs) just just for that yeah you know if if all he's doing is pretending all day and anybody can do it i think he i think that deserves a kill i like this this was a good one this was a good one so guys that was the fanatic from 2019 you guys gotta you just you just gotta fucking watch it this was I'm, i'm glad I'm glad I found out that this existed. This is this is a perfect pick, Caleb, for us. So thank you very much for that. I knew it would be. I heard it and I was just like, Hillary. I, was, <laughs> I, I already knew I was going to do it, but I was like, nah, Hillary. I was so excited. Yes, but you, you guys definitely need to watch this. And please watch it. And please comment. We need to know what your definition of celebutard is and just any thoughts you have on this film so yeah we're, we're not alone here and <laughs> i need to know where celebutard lands so like so i know if i could use it or not 
I need I need I need a community of fanatics. <laughs> That's a good point. A whole community of fanatics, please. All right, guys. So that was the fanatic. Uh, Hillary's gonna thank a few uh, Patreons with me real quick. Uh, real quick, we're gonna say a thank you to uh, Susanna Violante. That sounds like very violent. It's like it's like <laughs> it's a- actually sounds more violent than this whole movie. <laughs> I know. I feel like I feel like do you are you Moose? Are you Moose, Mrs. Violante? Because he was no, not she's a nice Hunter. Guy. <laughs> And uh, we'd also like to thank uh, Emerald Perez again. I don't think people are ever named Emerald. Is like, is that just like something that happens? Like, you just come out, you're just like, oh, I'm gonna name you after a, after a, a gem. gem. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's sweet or whatever. But they, you know what, Emerald. You know what? No, you can't be named Emerald and then Perez. You can't be a gem and then just Perez. No, but wait, Ca- Caleb. He might be named after nuts. After nuts, yeah, there's isn't there a brand of emerald? nuts, emerald, like the emerald nut family. I think you're right. What wait? What if emerald's a girl? Could that be gender neutral? Yeah, and maybe well, maybe it's Emmy. But what if? Yeah, could be named after nuts. Maybe not a gem at all. Just all right, saying. all right, emerald. You you can do whatever you want with your name. That's up to you. That's that's not for me to talk about. Go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> And I would like to thank Jack Len. Is that a picture of a... What is this a picture of? Oh, I think that's a hand, but this kind of looks like a, a person in a flannel with a with a dick hanging out. <laughs> what? So Jack Len, um, maybe don't don't show me your dick on Patreon or do I don't I don't fucking care really. It's not a big deal. Thank you, Jack. Um, Lauren Quast. I like Quast. What does that remind me of? It's like a, it's either a radio station or like K-Wast or like, you know, like you try, I think they spelled West wrong. It's kind of like Weast. <laughs> you know, they try to do K-West, but they did K-Wast. It's a rapper. Yeah. Quast. Thank, thanks for being a good rapper, Lauren Quast. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, Kristen Ray. All right. All right. All right. Kristen Ray. You know what? That's just, like, I can't say much about that. Like, I feel like when someone's last name or, like, first name is just, like, Ray or, like, Lee or, like, something like that, I'm just, like, it's so short. I don't know how to make fun of it. (laughs) Why can't your name be longer so we can make fun of you? Jesus. Yeah, dude, have a stupider name, you fucking asshole. Thanks a (laughs) lot. What's wrong with you? Thanks a lot. (laughs) And I would like to thank Renee Devon. Okay, so, really, when I think of Devon... I just think like, you know, any any Vaughn probably has a big forehead if they're anything like Vince Vaughn. But if you're like a uh, a a, a D Vaughn, who once gave me love advice? Oh yeah. Oh really? Vince Vaughn did. He did. What did he tell you? He told me his love story about meeting his wife uh, in in Canada actually, and then square uh, tires. Yeah, he basically said he basically told me like, I needed to like just go for it. Okay, so he gave you basic advice. Yeah, basic advice. All right, thanks a lot, Vince Vaughn. (laughs) (laughs) It was really sweet, though, actually. Yeah, whatever. Go crash a wedding. What kind of sweet guy crashes weddings? That's right. That's right. And one more. Um, This is just Kristen. All right. All right, shit stain. You fuck. You didn't give me any... You, You just give me Kristen? That's how you fucking feel? You just give me Kristen... 
and your money. So thank you so much. You're a sweet person. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, your, and your dollars. Bless you. <laughs> And uh, that's all of them. Um, I do want to make a little announcement because uh, Patreon has changed a lot. For a long time now, I've been doing like merch and like other stuff and whatnot. And it's become, um, it's just a giant pain, honestly. Like there's a lot of reasons to switch over uh, to like, my my Patreon is all content driven now. So pretty much like I put a new lower uh, $1 tier because for the longest time, like the lowest tier has been $3, but I put a low $1 tier now and it has access to like over 60 exclusive bonus episodes. And then there's a bunch of other cool shit going on. Like there's a uh, commentary tracks and like I'm doing like extra movies and other shit. You can go check out all the tiers, but basically I'm moving away from merch on Patreon because now they tax people on merch, like not me, but they tax customers that donate for merch products and whatnot that I send out. So it's becoming honestly like a lot of things it's not cost effective it's not effective to my time and i feel like i could do a lot more like content driven things not dealing with uh merch and other stuff like and if you guys do still want merch there are other ways i'm going to do it but for now patreon i'm going to make it just a really 100 percent content driven thing at the moment and see how it works out for a while so that's what's going on now and i'm also doing other things like I'm bringing, like, the Twilight Zone and Tales from the Crypt episodes back and then, like, doing extra movie episodes. And then, like, I'm going to do some polls, too, that you guys can, like, vote on to determine, like, at least, like, one movie that I cover every month. So, pretty much, there's just a lot of changes going on on Patreon. And uh, if you guys are already on the Patreon, that's my formal update. And if you want to check out the Patreon now, you know, there's lower tiers now. If, like, I know some people can't afford much and I appreciate anyone that donates or does anything. So, I want to be able to give you guys other options and then pretty much now the patreon is at a thing where you guys can just pick whatever tier makes you most comfortable whatever seems like it has like some good options available or whatever just do what you can if you want and that's that's my update to that and um yeah yeah just horror soup is the podcast you know what you you guys know where to find all this shit i i'm not i don't care about it hillary you tell them where to find your shit <laughs> fuck my shit <laughs> My, my shit is at Hillary Barraford everywhere. That's Hillary Barbary everywhere. <laughs> Hillary Barbary, but Hillary Barraford everywhere. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Facebook? Face. I'm on the Facebook. She's on all those things. And you can, you, you guys, if you go on her stuff, you're going to find the cool shit ever. You can go on what I did, <laughs> which is like a Hillary Barbary binge. <laughs> where you just watch like all of her shit in like one day and I can tell you from pers- from personal experience you're going to have a good fucking time dude <laughs> You did you did binge all my stuff like in one day in the very in the very very beginning In the very beginning was, yeah there was like one of the first couple days we talked to you were just like you were like hey you want me to send you some stuff and I was like yeah and then I was like all right send me more I watched it all <laughs> I was like wow okay we really watched that shit yeah, it was fun stuff. She has some good stuff, man. She has some Aww. good stuff out there. And uh, I guess I'll give another, Thanks, I Caleb. guess. You're welcome, Barbary. <laughs> I love you, bud. I guess I guess I'll give you guys another quick update. I'm going to put an episode of Lamageddon out on I'll Suck Your Blood soon. Haven't done a formal audio update on that about the break. I've just posted on Instagram. But really, who are me and James if not people that don't update you on things? that have to do with our vampire podcast because honestly <laughs> fuck that vampire podcast fuck fucking vampires god damn it oh, we so love annoying vampires. 
no, we're still doing it, but we're we're putting a llama episode out soon. I just have to get on it and then edit it. And then, um, oh, I guess I should say this, since this is coming out right after the other one. Scream now permanently has Ash on the show, if you guys didn't hear on Scream. So if you guys want to go check that out, now it's me, Elena, and Ash. And you can actually hear like how it happened on the episode. Episode thir- 13, Jack Frost. You can actually hear how it happened. And people might think that it was like <laughs> staged or something or like we acted that out, but that was all real. Like we literally just decided that Ash was permanent like in that episode, on that episode. So that's a thing now on Scream. And then, of course, uh, I have said a few things. Donkey Fellatio is a show that I'm hosting right now with my buddy Sean. Go check out Donkey Fellatio. That's basically like my therapy at the moment where I just talk about every little thing in my life. So that's on YouTube. It's on audio. Go check out the YouTube, though, because it's probably it's better there, video stuff. And again, Hillary Barbary at HillaryBarbary.com. Hillary Barbary <laughs> at um, HillaryBarbary.com. Um, <laughs> Hillary Barbary, but actually Hillary Barraford. And yes. then if you look up Hillary Barraford, you'll find Hillary Barbary, but you'll find that they're the same person. And Hillary Barraford is here to stay. She is in... L-A, she is Hillary Barra Ford. Hillary, sign off. And I'm also most famously known for my appearances on Horror Soup. And nothing else. And nothing else. Thank you, Hillary Barbary. Thanks for having me back, man. Bye, y'all. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me Horror Soup, give me, give me Horror Soup. Give it, give it Horror Soup. Would you like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, cause this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and lick out your bowl. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it. Horror soup, horror soup. Horror soup will keep you well fed. Its gorgeous smell could wake the dead. Vegetable is just forgettable. If your energy is low, you know what to do. Simply double on down some of the spooky stew. We wine and dine a hungry Frankenstein. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it horror soup. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef I'll be your just dessert You can even drink it from a cup I'll do the washing up, I'll do the washing up I'm getting full, my belly's gonna Give me horror soup, give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Horror soup, give me
give me harasu, give me, give me harasu, give it, give it harasu. after himself.